0: Axis Mundi. Welcome, uh, yeah, let's do it again. Hello, my name is Brad Onishi, Associate Professor, of Religious Studies at Skidmore College. This is Straight White American Jesus, produced in partnership with the CAP Center at the University of California Santa Barbara, and I'm here with my
1: co-host today. I'm Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Uh, Brad, I, I feel like, I don't know, has anything worth talking about happened yeah, this week? Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Are we both a little punchy because <laughs> it's like, it's been like sleepless nights and anxiety and and you know things like that. It is, um, yeah. You know, we're supposed to have election night. Uh, thanks to
0: 2020, we now have a new invention, which is election night season. Uh,
1: election it was, night it was yeah,
0: it's a whole season. It night. Was very
1: on brand. Very on brand for 2020, I have to say. Right, like you know, there's not there's not even like pandemic season at this point. We're coming up on like pandemic year. You know, yep. so yeah. Yep. So it's just it's just 2020. Being 2020, I think that's right. Um, okay, so a couple
0: of things, uh, friends. A lot of you've been, you know, getting at me this week and, and saying, "Can't wait to hear what you guys going to talk about." And I just want to say upfront, there's so much here, so many emotions, so many issues, so many events. So we're not, we're not going to be able to talk about all of it. Um, things are happening in real time. It's Friday uh, midday on the East Coast, and uh, we we have a, a clearer picture now of what's going to happen but um things are still moving so we're going to get to all of that we're going to talk about a bunch of stories that are directly related to both the religious left and the religious right and yet dan i just i want to start with you and and me just sort of sharing uh, you know i think how we felt throughout the week is is maybe how a lot of people felt throughout the week so i'll ask you this first how did you feel tuesday night why did tuesday night feel so bad Uh, Why did Tuesday night feel disappointing? And then we'll get through, you know, we'll get through the week here on to Wednesday, Thursday, now Friday. But why did that initial night just, do you think, feel disappointing?
1: I think a few things. One is, and this is something I don't want to get into too much because I think there's no point until we have, like, firm numbers and things like that. and exit polls this year are kind of useless, so it's gonna take longer to get some of the data, but like obviously the polling projections were like worse than they were in 2016 in a lot of places. So unmet expectations. Um, but So I was disappointed, but I, I knew, like I knew as everybody knew and had heard that uh, vote-in, uh, excuse me, mail-in voting was likely to favor the Democrats. So you would get the so-called red mirage or, you know, a blue shift or whatever you wanna call that uh, later. But still to see some of the numbers, like when I first saw Pennsylvania coming out with like more than half a million votes uh, for Trump and Biden was down, with like was it like 12, 13 points or something, whatever it was, it might've been more, that was sort of disheartening when I first saw the projection of the map and it looked basically like it wound up in 2016. Um, but part of what that brings me to is, is like, part of what bugs me about this and we talk about why we felt the way we felt, like this is part of it, is like, on the one hand, the media for you know months has said, we're not gonna know on election night, whatever. But I get really, really frustrated with this media narrative that is some sort of crisis if we don't know right away on election night, that there's something wrong, there's something scary, uh, that Trump is gonna do scary things, we have to know election night because there's, there's no reason that we do. And so like while the media had been saying for months, we're not gonna know on Tuesday night, they still create this sense of crisis. And like, so I just wanna throw some things out there for people to think about, right? Um, that, uh, you know, on the one hand, you had a record number of, of people voting this year, which is great. According to the uh, US Elections Project, about 66% of eligible voters voted, which is a huge number and raw numbers more than any election in history. Um, so that's going to add some time in the mail in and all of that. But people have this notion that, like, November 3rd is the election, but it's kind of not, right? It's the day that you cast ballots. Now, which it's the deadline by which you need to have cast a ballot it, right? But states still have to certify their elections. When does that happen? Most of them, it's not till the last week of November, first week of December. Like, that's when it becomes official. I still hear NPR today saying nothing's official yet. The AP hasn't called it. Guess what? The AP doesn't call it. Like, media networks don't call it. It's not official until states certify the results. And then as more people now know than they did before, it goes to the electoral college uh, electors. They don't cast ballots till December 14th those are not uh, received. The deadline for receipt of those is the 23rd. The counting of those uh, within the legislature doesn't happen until January 6th. And we all know that the, the inauguration is not until the 20th. My point is, no matter what happens on, on November 3rd, Donald Trump is president until January 20th, like period. And so that's one of the things I think is there is this crisis that's born both of a media ecosystem that is driven by the same things as like regular TV and entertainment, like ratings, viewers, clicks. And so it is in their interest to create this sense of crisis. You have a 24 hour news cycle, so you get the echo chamber of the same thing. So we fall in the trap that I did of sitting there on Tuesday night at like one in the morning, hitting refresh every 45 seconds, like hoping that something magical like will be different or something. Um, Together with just, I think a fundamental lack of civic Education on the part of most Americans who who think of the election the same way that they think of like picking something on Netflix. I should have it now. I should be able to just download it and have it. And it's this kind of consumer mindset built in with ignorance. So all of that to say, I think we've all been conditioned by this. So one reason why we felt the way we did is because despite the fact that it was unsettled, we thought it should be settled and it wasn't. And a similar thing happened in 2018. I'll, I'll move on or, or let you take up just a minute. But in 2018, I remember, I, I live on the East Coast, right? So it gets late here before things in lots of the other, uh, other parts of the country are sort of finalized. I remember watching CNN, and they were like, well, you know, the Democrats made some gains, but this sure wasn't a blue wave. And I was like, polls in a lot of states haven't even closed yet. Like, you know, and of course, two, three days later, it looked really different. Guess what? We're here on Friday, a whole three days after the election. Like, that's it. And things look radically different uh as we're sitting here right now biden it looks like is is going to win almost all of those those uh sort of unsettled states alaska he's obviously not going to win and probably not north carolina but the others are breaking his way all of that said this thing we've been conditioned by that and then the media feeds it and then trump of course takes advantage of it and, and has been uh, for several days now
0: thanks for listening to this free preview of our swag episode in order to get access to the full episode and so much more